This is The Jerry Callahan Show. So as you're heading to work today, maybe you're already at work today. You're going to put in eight hours at least. Uh, just know that about two of those hours, about uh, maybe two, maybe three of those hours will be spent working for the U.S. government and uh, a little portion of your paycheck will go toward uh, uh, the war in Ukraine, a war that will never end, a war that uh, we will never stop funding. And the little fella, the little the little thug who is uh, running that country, he wants to know, he wants you to know that you have to do better. You have to start doing more to fight climate change. Yes, that is what the little weasel said yesterday at the UN. He's in the middle of a war against the world's foremost nuclear power. And he came to the United States to tell the world, we have to do more for climate change. And uh, he, he explained that the floods in uh, the earthquake in Morocco and the floods in Libya are because of climate change. As if we aren't getting enough of this nonsense from our Democrats, from Democrats in Congress, from the media, from Greta, from John Kerry, we have to listen to this punk. We have to fly him over here. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, he walks into the UN like he owns the place with a band of his fellow thugs, all of them dressed only slightly better than John Fetterman in their T-shirts and their sweatshirts and their, and their uh, fatigues to, to, to show that they're uh, they're war fighters. They're real, real, they're real fighters. And we, we have to support them because the democracy depends on it. I'm done with this. Enough of this. I think America is done with this. Here's another thing. And we'll get to this too, but uh, you're, you're paying taxes. Obviously, if you're, if you're in a blue state, you're paying state taxes. You're paying probably 20, 25, 30% of your money to the government, federal government, another 5% to the state government. You're paying property taxes. You're paying sales taxes. And a lot of it's going to this guy. Now we find out 25 billion. Um, Joe Biden has sent, wants to send 25 billion to the World Bank. The World Bank is going to uh, hand it to the Clinton Foundation to rebuild Ukraine. Gee, what could go wrong there? Oh, and this will make you feel better. Um, in the last five days, 46,000 people have come across the southern border, and they're now, many of them are staying in hotels. Many of them are getting three meals a day, cell phones, medical care. Their kids are going to school. That's where another portion of your paycheck is going. How is everybody, <clears throat> how, is, how is anybody okay with this at this point? Our, our government is out of control. Our federal government, the Biden regime is out of control. We've sent this little, this punk, Zelensky, over $100 billion. I believe the number was $113 billion and, and Biden wants to send another $24 billion. He's asking Congress for another $24 billion and Congress, of course, will rubber stamp it and give it to him because it's one big uniparty. Republicans, Democrats, the President, the House, the Senate, they're all in on this scam. And I think I, I think I speak for a lot of Americans when I say we're just done with it. That, that there's no end in sight. The war isn't going to end anytime soon. Ukraine's not going to win. There's not going to be a parade down Main Street in Kiev with this little punk waving to the crowd because they defeated 
Russia because Putin waved the white flag and said, you got me now. I'm done. I, I, I'm, I don't know how this isn't a bigger, how more people aren't just outraged at this, fed up with this. What do you think is going to happen other than this money will be laundered through this crook and, and many other oligarchs in Ukraine and, and laundered back to a uh, weapon. I, I, I'm starting to sound like Robert Kennedy Jr. Or, or Ralph Nader, but that's what they have done to us. I, I can't believe we've reached this point where the publics, where, where our opinion doesn't matter. Who wants to send another 24 billion to just light it on fire, piss it away? Because that's what we're doing. That's, that's, that's the plan. And for the next year and a half, at least, it's going to continue every month or so. We've already sent them, I think it's like 20, 25 different packages with money and weapons. And he's in the, and he's, I believe he's in DC today asking for more. We haven't done enough. He wants fighter jets. He wants more weaponry. He wants more money to just keep the gravy train running. Um, and as if that's not enough, he's going to lecture us on climate change. What is going on here? Does anyone believe Zelensky gives a damn about climate change? What kind of leader, war leader, uh, what kind of a national leader in the middle of a war is concerned about climate change? Is this a part of the quid pro quo? Biden will just keep shoveling money and weapons to you, but you have to pretend you care about the weather because that's the number one thing, the number one item on Joe Biden's agenda. So you do that and we'll just keep on paying and we'll just keep on funneling money and weapons and, and soon personnel. It's coming. You tell me, what's the next logical step? Fighter jets? Sure, of course, that's coming. And then people, then men? Of course. What other... What, what, what other end game are we talking about here? We're talking about a never ending war where the American taxpayer funds everything. Europeans, they don't care. What do they care? They know this uncle sap will take care of everything. I, I knew this would be infuriating this day in front of the UN watching Joe Biden stumble and bumble his way through a speech. He cannot read a teleprompter anymore. He can't do it. He's incapable. It was as embarrassing as I expected, but it wasn't till this little weasel stood up to talk that I just, <laughs> that it became infuriating. Let's listen to him. Tell us we have to do more to fight climate change. Go ahead. Even though humanity is failing on its climate policy objectives, this means that extreme weather will still impact the normal global life and some evil state will also weaponize its outcomes. And when people in the streets of New York and other cities of the world went out on climate protest, we all have seen them. And when people in Morocco and Libya and other countries die as a result of natural disasters, and when islands and countries disappear underwater, and when tornadoes and deserts are spreading into, into new territories, and when all of this is happening, one unnatural disaster in Moscow decided to launch a big war and kill tens of thousands of people. What? Okay, quick question for you.
Vladimir. Quick question. What countries are underwater as a result of climate change? Natural disasters? Uh, we had those before you, you, you weasel started trying to sell us on climate change. So there was an earthquake, an earthquake in Morocco. And this guy wants us to think it's climate change and we have to do more to fight climate. We need more electric cars. You know what the biggest nat- well, unnatural man-made disaster affecting the climate has been in the last decade? This guy with us blowing up Nord Stream 2, the pipeline from Russia to Germany. He blew that up. We blew that up. And it sent <laughs> untold uh, gases into the atmosphere. But, hey. Eh, you know, that, that didn't cause an earthquake in Morocco. No, no. It was you driving your Honda Pilot and not uh, using a plas- not using a paper straw. God, I'm so sick that, of these people. That, I'm that, sick of this guy. He's never going away. He's going to be part of our lives forever. This, this, I mean, he's, he's, he's loving. He's, he's a performer. We know that. He's an actor. He's a comedian. He can play a piano with his penis. We've really, seen it. Really well. Really well. Yeah. He's, he's, I'm not saying he's not talented. He's a talented man. I couldn't do that. I don't think I could play. I, I, I bet Russell Brand could do that, though. Um, but uh, he can play a piano with his penis, and he can stand before the world and just lie his ass off. And what do we do? He's another $24 billion, $700 for the people of Maui uh, when their lives were destroyed by a fire. Um, and uh, 120, 130 billion. We were up to $2,600 per person. Every man, woman, and child in Ukraine, $2,600 gifted to them by Uncle Sap and the American taxpayer because the Donbass region is somehow more important than uh, Eagle Pass, Texas. I'm sick of this. So I'm so sick of this. We are more concerned. I know it's a cliche at this point. But we're more concerned with Ukraine's border than we are with our own border. Our own border is wide open. Tens of thousands of people are walking in every week. In the last five days, 46,000 people from dozens of different countries. Now there's a big mob of Haitians storming the border, walking in. Each and every one of them will will be handed all kinds of goodies from the American taxpayer. That is the plan of the Biden administration. How he is even, how he could even be considered for a second term is beyond me. What do people want? They want our cities overrun with illegal aliens. They want these, these schools and hospitals decimated. This is insane what we're going through. We're taking the money, sending it 5,000 miles away to a country people couldn't find on a map and didn't give a damn about. Two years ago, he had no concern about Ukraine or Crimea or the Donbass region. Suddenly, it's our top priority. That's what Mitch McConnell, that dementia patient, that, that empty bag of bones, said the number one priority for Americans right now should be Ukraine. The number one priority as our southern border is overrun, as more than 5 million illegal aliens have come into this country, cities, towns, Eagle Pass, Texas, has 28,000 people. In four days, they got 35,000 illegal aliens walking into Eagle Pass, a town of 28,000. Of course, uh, Democrats didn't care until they put them on buses and sent them to New York, and now there's just outrage in the streets. A bunch of people got arrested yesterday because they blocked a bus full of illegal aliens in Staten Island. Said, you're not welcome here. We're done. 
uh, Joe Biden was a few blocks away from the, the, I don't know what this, the place where they're, they're housing uh, 10,000 illegal aliens. He was like four blocks away. Didn't visit, didn't say a word, doesn't care about our border, doesn't care about his, his open border policy decimating cities. He cares about Ukraine. He cares about this money laundering operation. And if you haven't seen it, it's complicated, but it is infuriating. He promised yesterday $25 million to the World Bank, as if, that's, as if that's on the level. And the World Bank is going to give the money to the Clinton Foundation, which is going to lead the effort to rebuild, <laughs> rebuild Ukraine. Hillary Clinton, perhaps the biggest crook in the history of American politics, just a liar, a, just an evil woman. But don't forget, this is a woman who came up with the whole Russia hoax to try to destroy Donald Trump's presidency, did, did pretty well with it. And now she's being rewarded with $25 billion to rebuild Ukraine, as if there will be anything involved there that will be on the level. This is the biggest scam in American history, and it continues unabated, unconditional support for, for, for that little, that punk, that thug, Zelensky. Oh, by the way, uh, I, we'll get to the to, to the uh, blogger who's been uh, taken captive in Ukraine because he was critical of the war effort. They don't stand for that. They they have a death list, an official death list. They want to kill journalists and any dissenters who aren't who aren't supportive enough of this effort. Maybe I can get on the death list, but I want to get to <laughs> Biden because it was just so embarrassing. It's just so humiliating for this country. Another year. Another 14 months at least, no, 16 months at least of this absolute embarrassment of a leader goes before the world. The world looks to us for leadership, right? They look to us. And what do we do? We send this 80-year-old, decrepit, kid-sniffing, bribe-taking, plagiarizing, lying, Empty husk of a man. That's who we send to the UN to represent us and show the world we are uh, we are uh, leaders. We are the leader. Uh, but uh, it went about as well as you'd expect. Yesterday, it was Joe Biden versus the teleprompter again, and once again, the teleprompter won. Let's listen. Now, even as we evolve our institutions <laughs> and drive creative new partnerships, let me be clear. Certain principles of our international system are sacrosanct. Sacros- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite part. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Let's go. Play that again, because I want you, I want to know, and I could, I should have checked this, but the uh, the White House puts out a transcript. I assume they'll have something in parentheses or they'll make something up or say inaudible. Someone has to transcribe this. Someone in the communication office has to transcribe this and type it up and send it out. Let's, let's play it again. Now, even as we evolve our institutions <laughs> and drive creative new partnerships, let me be clear. Certain principles of our international system are sacrosanct. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. He's he's worse. He's worse than he used to be. I mean, he's he's never been coherent. He's never been lucid, at least not since he's been in office. Right. But that's him actually trying to read the words. He's not ad-libbing. Something is typed on the screen, and that's him attempting 
to read them. It's just uncomfortable. It's just embarrassing. God, we have to do better, America. We have to do better. And I'm not sitting here telling you you have to return Trump to office, but it'd certainly be better than this. Anybody would be Robert Kennedy Jr., Marianne Williamson, whoever she is, Chris Christie, anybody. This is just a national embarrassment. What else do we got from this buffoon from yesterday? This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. No, that's not yesterday. <laughs> um, we have him freezing. Oh, you got him. They got the uh, the brain freeze when he's talking about you know what century we're in. Yeah, he drank his frosty a little too fast here. I think. Simply put, the twenty first century twenty first century results <laughs> are badly needed. They're needed to move us along. That starts with the United Nations. Starts right. Oh boy. Whoa, that, I mean, what would he do if he didn't have it written in front of him? I mean, well, just, he's trying to read. He, it's like Rocky in Rocky 2. You cost us money because you can't read. Well, the last time, read. the last time he tried to not read, he said this. Over a billion, 200, a trillion, 200 billion dollars. <laughs> so he needs it written out or else it's going to be that. It's infuriating. He just talks all the time about just sending billions and millions and billions. Well, there's 25 billion of them and 30 billion of them. And this for a billion for crime, billion, billion, trillion, billion. It's like we don't have any any debt. We have no deficit. We have no you know, fiscal concerns at all. Let's just send money everywhere, you know, to change the weather. God, our people, it's, I, I hope people are as fed up as I am. It's truly disgusting. When, oh, I can't even look at this. Biden talked about climate proofing the world yesterday. He wants to climate proof the world. This is the, the plan to, you know, block the sun. And oh, God, this this guy who can't even read a teleprompter is going to tell you how he's going to change the weather. That's the point we're at in this country right now. We have a guy who can't read who's going to say, I am going to make the war, the world a little less warm, you know, to save humanity. Okay. I'm in. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let me get an electric car. Let's do it. He told me, he told me it would change the weather. It would change the temperature and we'd all be live happily ever after this guy who's never had a like real job. He's never had to do it. He's never accomplished anything in his life. And he's leading the effort to change the weather. Okay. I'm in. I'm, it's just so, so I have him talking about uh, climate proof. If you do want to hear it. Oh, good. Let's hear him. Climate proof the world. Like we're going to put like, like bubble, you know, like, you know, you, you put some uh, wax a car or something, we're going to climate proof. We're gonna, it's like when you have a, a, a little kid you, you know, running around the house, you have to make sure, you know, the, you block the stairs and you have no sharp objects and things like that. That's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to take care of the whole world and make it climate proof. Go ahead. Record-breaking heat waves in the United States and China. Wildfires ravaging North America and Southern Europe. A fifth year of drought in the Horn of Africa. Tragic, tragic flooding in Libya. My heart goes out to the people of Libya that's killed thousands, thousands of people. Together, these snapshots tell an urgent story of what awaits us if we fail to reduce our dependence on fossil fuels and begin to climate-proof the world. Oh, Jesus. 
is there ever going to be an end to this uh, end of this nonsense that we have to we have to do what he says or people will die from floods and, and record hurricanes and earthquakes just do what we say is there anything sillier just telling people if you just listen if you just you get an electric car don't use so much well actually that uses fossil fuel too but if you just i don't know ride a bike then people won't die in libya got it Oh, okay. I'm going to get rid of my car. I'm going to turn, I'm going to get rid of my gas stove and my, my air conditioner. I'm going to turn my air conditioner off. I'm going to get rid of my ceiling fan. And then people won't die in Libya in a flood. Okay. How, how is anyone buying this? God, this nonsense, this scam, this just, it's just such a one big lie. They're using their exploiting tragedies, exploiting actual disasters to push their far left agenda. And they got that little thug on board to talk about who wants to hear him talk about climate change. Anyway, go back there and fight your war. You know, you get, you get your fatigues on, go grab a gun and fight your war and leave us alone. Check this out from by, before we move on from, you know, the big, the existential threat of uh, Russia taking over Ukraine or uh, taking the Donbass region. You know, then after they take the Donbats region, you know what happens next? They land, they come into Boston Harbor. That's where their ships, the warships, and they come into Manhattan and they take the United States. We're next. If we allow them to take uh, Donbass, you know, the next thing they, they do, they take Dorchester next. That's what happens. So get ready. Oh, stop lying to us. Check this out from Breitbart. Uh, I think this, they're the only ones who have this. Uh, while lawmakers on Capitol Hill debate sending billions more in military aid to Ukraine, an American citizen journalist, Gonzalo Lira, is languishing in a Ukrainian prison on allegations of spreading Russian propaganda, throwing into the question the status of free speech in the supposed democracy but the Biden administration argues is worth more taxpayer dollars. This guy, uh, and they point out the Biden's, uh, is asking Congress to approve another $24 billion on top of the $113 billion we're already pissed away in Ukraine. This guy is, is, seems like kind of a whack job, but he's an American and a blogger and a, a, a journalist. He's, he's in prison in Ukraine because he wasn't supportive enough of Ukraine. Uh, I think we have uh, uh, a, a video he posted before he was taken captive, correct? Uh, yeah, yes. in, July, he post, in July, he posted this video, and uh, shortly thereafter, he was trying to leave the country. Shortly thereafter, he was taken, he was arrested, and now he's in prison. And uh, nobody seems to care. That's, that's, you know, the democracy we're fighting for. Let's listen. You have actual control over some situation, and when that control is beyond you, and there is absolutely nothing that you can do. Mm-hmm. Nothing that you can do except move forward. So either I will cross the border into Hungary in the next couple of hours, or I will be arrested again, and uh, God knows what will happen to me. He kind of looks like an old pug. So if I post again... uh, Maybe he's a nut, I don't know, but he's an American. He's in prison in Ukraine because he didn't support Zelensky. He didn't support this, this, this effort to save democracy. And he's in prison... And uh, let's let's get to the spokesman. We've introduced you to this fella before. Just so you know, 
again, as you go to work today, you know, people don't get paychecks anymore, but you get those direct deposits and you can look at it. You can see 25, 30, 35% of your money went to the government. Just so you know, some of it is going to a, a fella named Sarah Ashton Cirillo. Sarah Ashton Cirillo used to be Mike Cirillo, a uh, big fat Florida guy, Florida man, big Obama supporter, big, big, big liberal. Uh, he is now an official spokesman for Ukraine, for the Ukraine military. I'm, I'm not sure why he wasn't in that band of thugs who showed up at, at the UN yesterday, but he was back in Ukraine doing his job, which is uh, threatening anybody who uh, defies their dear leader, Zelensky. Uh, they they want to hunt you down and kill you if you show any support for Russia or if you don't show sufficient, uh, don't show adequate support of uh, Ukraine. But uh, if you're just watching along, uh, Sarah, formerly known as Mike, um, has breasts now. I mean, he used to have man boobs. Now he has breasts. He's got a wig and he's pretending to be a woman. Yeah. If you're not watching along, picture Mike Allstott with like a Bob wig. Uh, I I, I said this video, it's, it's, it it legit looks like a cold open to Saturday night live. This, (laughs) this looks like Bobby Moynihan in a wig. That's what it looks like, but it's real. I mean, it, it went viral on Twitter and other places and everybody had the same question. Is this real? Can this be real? Yes, it is. This is real. Uh, I just retweeted Jack Posobiec, who sent a uh, tweeted a picture of Mike Cirillo before Mike became Sarah and went to Ukraine to fight for Zelensky. <laughs> he doesn't fight for Zelensky. He is a spokesman. He is an official flack for the for the Ukraine military. This is real. This is this. These are your tax dollars at work, America. Let's listen to this lunatic. Uh, on his official account, talking, giving us an update on how the war is going. Go ahead. This is Sergeant Sarah Ashton Cirillo of the Armed Forces of Ukraine. And I'd like to thank the X social media platform for carrying this exclusive message from Kyiv. There has been much discussion recently related to my role within the Armed Forces of Ukraine. Before answering some of the questions put forward by Senator Vance of Ohio, I'd like to thank all those in the U.S. who are supporting the Ukrainian people. Without Republicans and Democrats working together on behalf of Ukraine, (laughs) our growing and unstoppable success on the battlefield and the inevitable victory it will bring over the Russian invaders would take significantly longer. The delivery of attackums will further expedite our victory while saving lives and tax dollars in the process. America is once more showing why it's history's greatest republic and the world's lone superpower. And all of us in Ukraine are humbled by the support we're receiving from the American people. Let me also take a moment in my role as spokesperson for the AFU's Territorial Defense Forces to state unequivocally that we in the TDF and across Ukraine believe journalists are heroes and have the right to report on Ukraine's war for liberation without interference. Free speech is the pillar of all democracy. The First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, along with the rest of that sacred document, is ordained by God. The Russian propagandists and war criminals who are spreading lies and pushing false narratives are not journalists. They are information agents in an extension of the Putin-Pogrosian effort to spread chaos and wreak havoc across the globe. I really like the uh, intense uh, voice. 
enough of Sarah. I mean, I'll give him credit. Sarah can read a teleprompter better than Joe Biden. Sarah uh, I could is pretty too. well spoken, but uh, they're, they're lying about journalists. They, they only want uh, free speech or free press if you are supportive of uh, Zelensky and Biden and the endless war in Ukraine. If you're not, if you're Jack Posobiec or Tucker Carlson, uh, you're on the death list. Here it is. If you're watching along, here is Mike Cirillo, 46-year-old man from Florida, uh, in his Obama tank top. Look at him. Oh, he is now, uh, who does he look like? He looks like uh, somebody. Michael uh, Chiklis, kind of. <laughs> looks like Michael Chiklis. Uh, and, uh, he, you know, he's a better-looking woman than man, to be honest with you. he got the boob job. He's got the wig going. He shaved his beard, I think. And now he's uh, now he's uh, a, an official spokesman for uh, Slava Ukraine. That's your those. There is your tax money. That's where the next twenty four billion is going. By the way, there's no audit. Nobody knows where the money's going. Biden uh, said the quiet part out loud months ago when he said we're paying the pensions of of government workers in Ukraine. We're paying because they needed a little pocket money. So we were sending in another package, another 20, 30 billion to pay the pensions of federal employees of NASA, of, of government employees in Ukraine. We're just paying for everything in, in, in that country. Uh, I guess this is the payoff. You know, you send a couple of million to uh, Hunter and Joe and uh, you get rewarded handsomely. And there is no end in sight. And today that punk is going to be sitting down with that doddering old man, I think, in Washington talking about whatever, another 20, 30, 40, 50 billion and fighter jets. The fighter jets are coming. Joe Biden said the tanks would cause World War III and he sent him 300 tanks. Now the fighter jets are going to cause World War III, but he's going to send them anyway. That's our, that's our plan in Ukraine. That's our man in Ukraine. Sarah. Sarah Ashton Cirillo. God. Well, anyone, anyone arguing that Biden wants this war to end uh, you can prove them wrong because he had how many chances to get peace talks under underway and he chose not to. He, he's this an is, asshole. This is, I mean, he never mentions peace. He never mentions negotiating a settlement, never mentions a ceasefire. Yesterday, Hillary Clinton, a couple miles away from where the UN uh, was uh, talking about all the money pouring into the Clinton Foundation, you know, to rebuild Ukraine. And she said, I, I'm literally quoting her. I wrote it down, quotation marks. It's important not to negotiate right now. Important not to negotiate. None of these scam artists want a settlement. None of them want peace. 500,000 dead or wounded. More than 200,000 dead Ukrainian men. It's not enough. Not for Hillary. Not for Joe Biden. Not for uh, Zelensky. And not for Sarah Cirillo. They want. They don't care. The whole, as as many people have pointed out, like a whole generation of men, the best men, fighting age men, tough guys, are gone, dead, to advance. To, I don't know what to defend the Donbass region, and to launder hundreds of billions of dollars. Uh, it's just unconscionable. It's immoral. It has to end. But there, I bad news. Today, I'm less convinced. I'm more convinced than ever that it will never end. It will at least not in the next, whatever, five, ten years. This is our next forever war. Uh, and as, as Julia, Julian Assange pointed out many times, 
It's not about winning a war. It's about keeping the war going and, and squandering hundreds of billions of dollars, laundering hundreds of billions of dollars. That's the plan in Ukraine. And now that the Clintons are involved, you know there's no end in sight. But all right, we got to move. I got to relax. I got to get over this. It was just infuriating watching these two these two. Oh, scoundrels watching Zelensky and Biden yesterday, and they're going to do it again today. But uh, anyway, I got to, we got to move. We got to get to this story out of Foxborough uh, Sunday night football. A fan is dead. Enough of these. I mean, every week we see these fights in the stands and you knew this was coming. It's, it's inevitable. I mean, what are people, what are people thinking? What do you get from slugging it out in the stands? We'll get to uh, uh, John Fetterman, who's now uh, walking the picket line with the UAW <laughs> and uh, he's there to support them. And I guess, I guess, it's, I guess they want him. by the way, I'm going to tell you what the UAW United Auto Workers, what they're demanding. And uh, also Ray Epps, they've finally been arrested. Ray Epps has finally been charged. I'm going to tell you why this is worse than not charging him. This is a bigger scandal with the with this one misdemeanor than if they had not charged. We'll get to that and everything else, but first. Uh, it's, 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 uh, excuse me. We're proud to announce a new sponsor today, Vault U.S. Gold. Vault U.S. Gold is a new breed of gold dealer. They've been in the industry for years, and they hate the questionable sales tricks and tactics that some other dealers use. Vault U.S. Gold was created to offer fair and honest deals to their customers. What makes them different? Well, first, they don't pay their salespeople commissions so they can focus on helping you, not lining their own pockets. Second, your needs are a priority. They ask about your preferences, tolerance for risk, and ultimate goals. They create a custom written proposal that details exactly what you are buying and the current price. Few dealers are that transparent because they don't want you to see their huge markups. And if you're thinking of adding gold to your IRA account, this is the right team. They're specialists in gold IRAs. Give Vault USA a call at 833-511-4653. Mention you heard it on this show and you'll get a free gift. Or visit them online at vaultusgold.com. That's vaultusgold.com. All right, let's get to, you know what? Let's do Fetterman. Fetterman got in his car. Yes, he drives. I don't understand who gave him his keys back, but uh, this man does not belong behind a wheel. He got in his car and he drove to Michigan. He posted some video, you know, mumbling incoherently in his car on the way there. And now he's walking the picket line in his usual dirty hoodie. Uh, he's got a UAW hat, uh, I think, and uh, gym shorts, of course. And he's there to support, just offer his knee-jerk support for the union. Doesn't care about the issues, doesn't care you know, what the demands are. What the, uh, but let's listen to this. <laughs> I'm running out of words. This, this <laughs> yeah. national embarrassment. Yes, it, it, this is a U.S. senator, a sitting U.S. senator. And for him, they've changed the rules in the Senate. You're not allowed, not allowed to wear gym shorts and hooded sweatshirts. Ooh, don't do it. Just for this, this brain damaged moron. That's that's why we had to change the rules because this guy wouldn't put a dress shirt and long pants on. But let's hear him make the case for the UAW as they are out on strike against uh, the three big 
U.S. automakers uh, at this moment. Go ahead, let's listen. My message to the, the, CEOs, the CEOs is, you know, at $74 million, you know, collectively earning that, you know, how many yachts can they need, you know, to, to, yacht, to water uh, ski behind it? You know, I mean, it's just crazy. You know, I don't know. My message. <laughs> oh, hang your heads in shame, Pennsylvania. Uh, the My message to the CEOs I'm not sure what a CO is, is the 74 million. How many yachts can you ski behind? I think that's what he said, right? First of all, who skis behind a yacht? Correctional officers? <laughs> right, the CO. Who skis behind a yacht? Anyway, uh, I, I didn't, I don't have a dog in the fight. I didn't really care, but I saw, I just thought I'd look it up, see what they're asking for. The UAW is asking for a 46% pay raise. Right, which sounds like a lot, and it is, and a 32-hour work week where they would be paid for 40 hours. Oh, my God, really? That's another 25%. So essentially they're asking for like a 70% pay raise, and they only want to work four days a week. That's what they're demanding. And all they, the only defense from Fetterman and others is, yeah, but the CO, CO makes a lot of money. Yeah, the CO makes a lot of money. <laughs> so that means... You should only work four days a week. I'll bet the CO works seven days a week. But let me start off with two words: made in America. I want to be a I want to be a UAL, United Auto Worker worker and a forty six percent raise and a thirty two hour work week. That's what they're uh, asking for. And John Fetterwoman, he's there to support them. All right, let's get to the big story out of Foxborough. This is just chilling, man. We see it every week, every week, college game, pro game. Everybody has their phone now. Everybody video to, uh, videos every fight they see. And some of them are funny and stupid. And usually people are obviously drunk and they're not really good fighters and they're falling over each other. It's always some fat guy in a, I don't know, like a Ray Lewis jersey taking a swing at some guy in a, in a I don't know, a, uh, <laughs> a Ray Lewis jersey taking a swing at a guy in a, Brian Dawkins jersey, you know the tough guys right. always have those. That they, they always want the the you know, Troy Palomalu, uh, Palomalu, Palomalu, or uh, some uh, you know badass Jack Lambert jersey. It's always the guys who think they're tough, and uh, it just makes no sense. It's just so stupid. You're paying huge money to go to these games. You're paying, I mean, you're you're paying huge money for all that beer you're drinking. And this is how you want your day to end, uh, slugging it out with another grown man in the in the hallway or in the men's room at a football game. And every time I see it, I say someone's going to get hurt, man, because they're drunk and they're swinging wildly, and they're you know the, the stadium they're falling over the seats. Well, it happened uh, on uh, Sunday night in Foxborough. A 30-year ticket holder, Dale Mooney, was killed. Uh, in a fight against a dolphin fan, knocked unconscious um, after being punched in the face. He was treated at the scene. He's 50, he was 53 years old from New Hampshire, treated at the scene by EMTs and rushed to the hospital after what had been described as a, quote, apparent medical event. And he was pronounced dead shortly after midnight uh, Sunday night. This is unbelievable. Uh, the New York Post has a story with video uh, another fan, Joey 
Gil Martin of New Hampshire told uh, Mass Live, said, quote, the Dolphins fan walks over and clearly punches him in the face. He gets knocked out and you could tell right away he was not okay. We have video. It's not great video. It's not like you can see. It's not like, you know, watching Hagler or Hearns or something. You can't just see the shot to the chin or anything, but you can see him get um, knocked over and kind of slumped over. And apparently, according to the other fans there, everybody knew right away uh, it wasn't good. But uh, you want to show this video? It's it's graphic, but it's not it's not like watching, you know, Nick Chubb. You can hear the commotion in the upper deck as 53-year-old Dale Mooney tussles with other fans. Witnesses say he's punched and then collapses. And that's that's about it right there. He collapses over a seat. EMTs come, a cop comes. The Miami Dolphins fan who uh, hit him has not been identified or, as far as I know, arrested, although that has to be coming shortly. It's not like... Uh, I mean, they got it on video. They, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they can track the guy down. Uh, but w- what is wrong with people? They, they, I just watched a montage of fights just from this season. It's only two weeks, three weeks old in college and fo- pro football. And there's just fights everywhere. These drunken idiots just swinging wildly at each other. We're looking at Dale Mooney, his wife. He's got a couple of kids. He's only 53 years old, a 30-year uh, season ticket holder who's just, I mean, he's spending a fortune to go to Patriots games. I mean, it must have been his passion. And somehow he ends up slugging it out with a Dolphins fan. I don't know why you would, I, I say this all the time. I used to go to travel around and go to games and I'd go to Yankee stadium. I sat out in the bleachers one time and I said, you have to be insane to wear a Red Sox shirt or hat in Yankee stadium. I mean, even if you're in the good seats, but in the bleachers and the NFL, it's like every seat is bleacher seat. Everybody's drinking heavily. Everybody's a little, you know, ornery if their team's not winning. And if you wear the opposing Jersey and you screaming and you're yelling and you're arguing, you're, you know, you're looking for a fight. That's how it works. Late in the game, a night game. These guys are lubed up. Why? And you're going to, you think if you win the fight, you're going to go home or you, whatever, you don't get arrested. You don't get hurt. You think you're going to feel good about it when you're driving home or when you get home or when you wake up the next day, sober up, you think you're going to feel good and say, yeah, I'm I'm a 50 year old guy or 60 year old guy, whatever, 20 year old guy. And I kicked ass last night. No, you're going to feel like a fool. You're going to say I'm a grown man and I'm out there fighting like I'm a I'm sixth grader at recess. It's just so stupid. And this is the, result and it's our condolences to uh, the Mooney family and uh, I assume soon we're going to find out who hit him and they probably have other angles in the video there's a couple out there now not great not great video but uh, it's out there and everyone's going to you know talk they're going to talk to all the fans in the in the uh, area and they're going to be a bunch of different versions but there will be someone will be arrested and how are you going to feel? Oh, yeah, you won the fight, dude. You killed a guy, you sicko. Now, if this is a, if this Dolphins fan turned themselves in right away, they probably don't get in that much trouble, I'd imagine. Right? Of course. Well, they do. I mean, they're not, yeah, but, not going to. I mean, like they're like running. From it's it. not like he's a, he's a proud boy who, uh, you know, walked in the Capitol or anything. He's not going to get 25 years, but uh, he's going to get he's not charged. A proud boy. He might be. Uh, what if he is a proud I mean, boy? I mean, if you have video of him hitting a guy and the guy dies, yes, that's manslaughter, I believe. No, I know, <laughs> but I mean, they wouldn't get, they wouldn't, that's what I meant, though. They wouldn't get 
thrown away forever. But now that they're trying to hide from it, if they get found out, they're going away for a long time. For he's he's going away. I mean, I don't know how long, and probably you know whatever a year or something. But and yeah. I assume he'll say they'll say Mooney started it and he hit me first, and they'll have to figure that all out. But uh, I mean, there's got to be some price to pay. And uh, you know, how do you feel about it now, Dolphin fan? You won the fight. I looks like you won the fight. You feel pretty good. You won the game and the fight. That guy must feel hit pretty, pretty hard. Must hit I'm telling hard. you, I'm glad 70,000 people go to the games and sell them out so I could sit home and watch on my t- big screen TV in high definition with my DVR. It just, it's a, I love watching NFL football. I have no interest in sitting that, that video you just showed, showed sitting among that crowd in that night, all those drunks, all those idiots. I have no interest. I guess I'm too old for it, but I do not want to be in there in that mess. I'll it be. Just, I'll be at Foxborough on October 8th against the Saints, okay. I, I let, think. You know, well, let me guess. You're going to wear a, uh, let me see. I I'm going to wear gray. a black shirt like I do most time, probably. You're not going to wear a Patriots jersey? I don't have one anymore. I am 34. The, what would you, do? you had one? Uh, when I was, when I, so my first jersey Rodney I ever Harrison, had. Right? Let me guess, Rodney no, Harrison. No, Curtis Martin. Curtis Martin. Curtis Martin in the old, the original flying Elvis jersey. It was awesome. Right, right. It was awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, if I were a kid, if I were, you know, 18 or something, I'd have Mike Haynes or Tim Fox or yeah. you know, Andre Tippett. You want to be a badass, you'd be Andre Tippett or Steve Grove. I don't know. But uh, the idea I of had, a grown man doing I, that. I, I did get, I did eventually get a Rodney Harrison jersey. He was what, probably one of my top favorite Patriots yeah, ever. Liked it. it makes you look like a badass. The only jersey I own is a Pat Tillman jersey because uh, you know, they did it for charity. They sold for the Tillman, uh, Tillman Foundation, I believe. And he was number 40, which is my number. So I have a Tillman. And you know what? I've never worn it. I've never worn it. I just have it as a, a keepsake. And I'm glad I bought it. My son's worn it a couple of times, but I've never worn my Pat Tillman jersey. Yeah, watch uh, out. Watch sure. out for friendly fire if you put that on. It just feels weird. You're a grown man and you're putting on a football jersey. Just, you know, an old man. It feels weird. Anyway. All right, let me do Shay, and then we're going to tell you. You're going to tell you what happened to Ray Epps. He finally got arrested. And, by the way, oh, we got to give you the latest on Donald Trump Jr. I'll just say, don't believe what you read about Donald Trump on Twitter this morning. All right? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you all the details. But first. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. And while you're there, you can look for a job. Shea Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to SheaConcrete.com. 
um, Donald Trump Jr. this morning at 8.25 tweeted out, my father's dead. I saw it and I said, what the hell? I did. I have to say, I, for one second, I, give, I said, what the hell? Is this real? You know, I, I know I know people get hacked. Uh, you know, it, it happens. Um, but uh, it's not real. Donald Trump Jr. was hacked. And uh, his tweets, once you realize he's hacked, it is kind of funny. Right. Because uh, you know, you're just some a-hole. It's some computer geek that doesn't like him. He tweeted this morning on the uh, Donald Trump Jr. account, I'm sad to announce my father, Don Trump, has passed away. I will be running for president in 2024. Uh, then a few minutes later, this just in, New- North Korea is about to get smoked. <laughs> and he That's says, hilarious. F Joe Biden, that stupid A, uh, stupid ass N-word. <laughs> and my dad owns you, Elon Musk, you bum. Uh, those are funny. <laughs> I mean, I, and don't, don't you always wonder what would you do if you were so good on computers that you could hack anybody? Like, I assume this guy just hates Trump. If you, what would you do? Who would you hack and what would you write? I'd, I'd, I'd hack some media, some, uh, you know, like uh, Joe Scarborough or Jake Tapper. And I'd start typing, I'd write, everything I say is bullshit. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Who would I hack? Uh, I mean, obviously, it'd be, it'd be fun to hack like Liz Warren or, uh, you know, Ed Markey and start saying, you know, global warming is a, is a scam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I've reached my limit on money. Fuck the environment. That's what I would tweet out from Elizabeth Warren. Oh, it's all it's all one big scam. But uh, I think they got it squared away. Donald Trump changes password. Whatever you got to do in a, in like a half an hour. But a lot of people saw that this morning. My dad has passed away. I'm thinking, well, that will be that's quite a story. We're all set for today. Oh, good. And then we find out it's. Not real. If Donald Trump uh, dies, what is real? The day after Trump dies, is, we're going to have the greatest hits of Donald Trump for the entire show. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, but that's, I think he's, he's not close. No. no, I mean, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Jimmy Carter might outlive Joe Biden. He does not look healthy. He's not walking like a healthy <laughs> yeah. man. Jimmy Carter is going to live forever. Um, but uh, this is real. That was not real. This is real. Ray Epps, the former Marine who became the target of the January 6th conspiracy theories has been charged with a misdemeanor offense in connection with the U S Capitol riot Epps who claimed in a lawsuit filed this year that Fox news made him a scapegoat for the Capitol riot is charged with disorderly or disruptive conduct on restricted grounds. Ray Epps who on video said, we must go into the Capitol. We're going into the Capitol and everybody, the, the crowd actually started chanting, Fed, 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 because it was so obvious that he was a he was a Fed trying to uh, incite the right, and he was successful. Um, he one of the one of the Proud Boys, I forget which one, who got like you know fifteen years. He's seen whispering in his ear as he moves to yank the fence down and go after, uh, run past the cops. I mean, he's obviously a plant. There, he had the Trump hat on. Uh, the conspiracy theories are correct. And this only uh, supports them that he got charged with one misdemeanor. He won't do any time. This is a joke. The idea that he could do it. He was in the Capitol uh, a lot longer than uh, the most of the proud boys who were going away for decades. Hell, 
the leader of the Proud Boys, Enrico Tarrio, is doing 22 years. He wasn't there. He wasn't at the Capitol. He was ordered to stay away from the Capitol. I don't know how people know this. He was ordered to stay away from the Capitol because he was uh, uh, convicted of a crime. I believe he did like five months. You know what his crime was? Burning a BLM flag. So you can burn an American flag any day of the week if you're Antifa. Or, no problem. Constitutionally protected speech. Burn a BLM flag. Uh, I think it was a BLM or was it a pride flag? One of them. And he burned it and he had to go to jail and it was ordered to stay away from the Capitol. And he just cheered them on from afar on online. And he's doing 22 years. This fraud, Ray Epps, pretending to be a big Trumpkin and telling people we're going into the Capitol. He will do no time. This is a joke. This is just a cover. He's a Fed. Tucker Carlson's right. Julie Kelly's right. They're all, they're all right. They know. And this is more proof. If he, if he gets, you know, if he got charged with five felonies, seditious conspiracy, then we could talk, but he didn't. He got charged with one misdemeanor disorderly conduct. He'll pay a small fine and uh, move on. And then next thing we'll see, next time we'll see him, he'll be suing Tucker Carlson. I got a, uh, a little highlight reel of Ray Epps here. If you want to take a quick look, it's 30 yeah, this, seconds long. This guy, We've told you all about the, the Proud Boys and all the others. Hell, Jacob Chansley was was sentenced to 41 months for walking peacefully around the Capitol and howling like a wolf. <laughs> that guy, 41 months, he's already out. Um, and we've seen the cases one after another. That like Joe Biggs got 17 years for yanking on a fence. Tario, as we said, got 22 years. They're all doing hard time, years and years in prison. Some never got bailed. They've been in jail since January 7th or whenever they got arrested. Uh, but this guy never saw a day in jail. He never will. And all he did was incite, incite, and incite. I mean, if this were on the level, he'd be doing a decade. But uh, let's watch him. As soon as President Trump is finished speaking, we are going to the Capitol. It's that direction. That's where our true problems lie. President Trump is done speaking. We are going to the Capitol. That's where our problems lie. Hey, folks, we need your help. As soon as President Trump stops speaking, we are going to the Capitol. The Capitol is in that direction. Let people know. Spread the word. He didn't do nothing. Why is he not being called in front of Congress? Why? When is Kevin McCarthy? When are the Congress? When is Congress the House? I mean, uh, Matt Gates. And I love Matt Gates. He he drew up a subpoena for Hunter Biden yesterday and, and posted it on Twitter and said, "All you got to do is sign it, Kevin McCarthy. That's all you have to do. Subpoena Hunter Biden. Only one side fights dirty. Only one side really wants to win." It is kind of sad. Why isn't that guy called before Congress? Ray Epps. Why isn't Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, why aren't the Biden kids, the grandkids, call him before Congress, swear him in, and ask him why they got money from China? Why? Why are we not doing that today? I'd love to know. But we're not. Instead, we, we're deciding how many more billions to give Zelensky before he goes back, you know, to Ukraine and plays piano with his penis. Right, but <laughs> Once again, we have, to, we have to specify, he does it well. Yes, he's very good at it. He's, he's, he's quite the performer. I mean, there's, there's some great <laughs> video out there of him doing all kinds of crazy skits yeah. and, and comedy acts. He's, you know, it's, that's his calling, and he's still performing, still performing. Does anyone, anyone think 
he gives a damn about climate change. If he didn't, I don't, I don't blame him. I don't either. But if you're in a war, even if you're, even if you're kind of curious about climate change, it doesn't enter your mind. You're fighting a war. It's life or death for your country. They want you dead. Russia wants you dead. Putin wants to kill you. And you're babbling on about climate change. Anyway, I can't get going on this again. <sighs> That'll do it. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> what are you writing? I said, I thought Al Bundy was number 33. All oh, right. The guy said he's a Bundy jersey. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good one. An Al Bundy jersey. Yeah. I have uh, a, I have like, I have Bruins jerseys, but it's like Ray Bork. <laughs> have you ever seen the, the, the group that there's a, I have some account posted it and then it's people. There's a guy with an OJ Simpson Jersey, a guy with a Ray Carruth, <laughs> yeah. Ray Carruth Jersey. There's like two or three other guys. Aaron Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez Jersey. Exactly. There's, there's people out there. Oh, and uh, Ray Lewis. That was the fourth Ray Lewis. But people actually put on their Aaron Hernandez Jersey or Ray Carruth Jersey before going to a game. And they sit in a crowd with families and kids and, that is sick. Those are the guys looking to fight. Those are the guys that you see on video brawling every week. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I'll, I'm still going to be happy to watch every damn game on my couch. But uh, we will leave it there for today. Thanks for uh, listening. Thanks, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Kelly, and this is The Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. God save the queen, man. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.